welcome to this quickie episode of FGC Philosophy. Uh, today's topic, I'm going to be sharing some updates as to what's going on with me. Uh, life is a little bit hectic, so I can't go into full details, unfortunately, not just yet, not until everything's official, but uh, I can talk about my experiences and where I'm at mentally right now. I think that's good to do for me, to decompress a little bit, uh, to reevaluate my goals, to think about what this year is going to look like. It's something that's been on my mind, and I would be lying if I said I was not stressing about it. So I'm going to dig into it a little bit. I'm going to think about it and share my thoughts after I give the updates. So the main thing for me is I still work for two colleges, and as such, uh, my attention can be spread. And unfortunately, since I work in the same industry for both these colleges, uh, the timing for things is very similar. So uh, I'm going to have to conduct tryouts. I have a lot more responsibility at WMU right now. Uh, and I'm probably going to have a lot more, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but one couple of things that have happened, there's been some chaos over the summer, um, some information issues, not so much at Western, uh, but it's it just been things that have hold, been held back. Some red tapes and bureaucracy that didn't really have anything to do with me uh, or my boss directly, more so just decisions being made at the very top. And that has made things take longer to get done and take longer for certain positions to happen. So uh, that's going on and that's kind of frustrating. But what I'm doing in the meantime is setting up for the upcoming semester as best I can. I've had to make adjustments because I didn't know what the budget was, uh, but these are things that I'm learning can be common, not necessarily at a college, just uh, when essentially you're a contractor or someone's uh, funding a job that you do or a project, uh, It it's something that is in some ways eye-opening and not in a bad way, not in a good way, just things I need to be aware of and prepare for. And that's been a huge chunk of thinking about the future of that program and how, not necessarily to monetize, but how to make our own revenue so that we don't have to ask others for money. So we, that's, that's, that'll be icing on the cake, you know, if we need to ask for more money, but we already are sustaining ourselves as a program. And that's something that I'm not just alone, not alone. I have um, some staff members who are uh, there with me helping out higher ups really passionate about the program they listen to my opinion they take my recommendations and so that's that's really fun because i get to talk about some of these things but i have other experts like i don't have to handle the finances myself there's somebody that handles that but i can talk about it and talk about strategy and how we're going to go about executing certain aspects of our finances and things of that nature of the budget so i like being involved but i'm not responsible for every single aspect of the program which is a huge relief it's like a burden off my back because I didn't know exactly what I would be doing. There's been some things happening. My direct boss stepped down. He got married and moved and uh, got a new job. So congratulations to him. Uh, but in that wake, there's been a lot of responsibilities that needed to be filled. And I've had to do that and on a somewhat part-time capacity. I, I don't want to get into all the specifics just yet, but basically the budget didn't a lot for me working there full-time. And I wasn't really willing to uh, work a certain amount unless... I could be compensated for that. No hard feelings, no nothing there. It's just they didn't have the budget for what they needed. So I worked part-time while other jobs were happening and also working on the house, uh, hanging out with the family, spending some of the slow time before things get busy and hectic during the fall semester. I'm also seeing somebody else where I'm not directing or, or coordinating, I'm just coaching. Uh, I get to see how other people 
lead their programs. And that's been something that I, I won't go into full detail about. I won't, I won't go into too many details at all, honestly. But uh, it's helped me learn what to be aware of, what not to do. That's really important. One thing I've learned um, from my past is uh, I had an older brother. He was six years older than me. So I got to watch him make a lot of mistakes socially, legally, academically, uh, career-wise. I got to watch him grow as a person and see the choices that he made and see the repercussions of those choices. Uh, and that's something that I, to this day, uh, I pay attention to. I think that's why I learn certain things well is because I'm paying attention to what other people are doing. Uh, even if I'm not conscious of doing it, I'm always doing that sort of thing. I'm analyzing, like, what are people doing? What is the repercussion of that action? You know, how do people react to that kind of stuff? And, uh, you know, being a leader is something that is a... It's continuing education. You don't ever stop learning how to be a leader. I, I think I'm an okay leader now, but there's still so much more that I need to learn how to do. Like, being more organized and being able to be organized in a way that other people understand, right? Not just my own sense of organization, but something that can be efficient for the job for both people that I'm leading and people that are leading me. Uh, I think that is incredibly important for the job that I have, especially since uh, I do a lot of different things. I cover a broad range of topics when it comes to Western, and I have to keep track of all that. And uh, I sometimes have to lean on my student staff uh, or my, my staff members, which there aren't many of them. So I'm putting a lot of responsibility on some of them to handle specific things while still overseeing that and then making sure that's translatable for higher ups. So I, I in some ways, I bridge a gap between staff and uh, and students, student staff, uh, primarily student staff. Uh, but we do have a, a non-student staff. He's a, an alumni. So it's he's, he used to be part of the program as a player. Now he's a coach, which is pretty cool. Uh, but outside of that, you know, it, there's so many things to be aware of when you're working at a college or a university the and I, I again i'm being vague right now because i want to make sure i know what i can and can't say uh but i still can glean some of that information some of that knowledge from these experiences and talk about how that makes me feel because i've been incredibly stressed <laughs> about some of this it, i have managed that stress well I, I think it's going to be i think it would be immature or naive to say that i haven't been stressed or it's impossible to be stressed but during that time, I've been practicing my breathing techniques, you know, managing what I'm doing, working on being more fit, getting more exercise, doing more things around the house. So even though it is causing me stress, I'm not suppressing it, I'm not ignoring it, but I'm taking some time to do other things that would relieve some of that stress while also preparing as much as I can for upcoming duties that I'm gonna have to do and figure out how to schedule all these things. Uh, scheduling, that is one of the biggest things for me personally that causes stress in a way that I don't know how to explain. Like for some reason, I hate, I hate picking dates for events. It's not that hard. Like just look at the calendar and pick a date. But for some reason that is a big responsibility in my head. Like it, there's a lot of factors to think about and I don't always have the answers. So perhaps I just doubt myself in my ability to pick dates. But that's one thing that like always bothers me. And that's something I've gotten better at because I'm using calendars i'm keeping track of what i do i'm making sure i communicate that with my wife since uh, my both our jobs are kind of flexible but it also means that we have to be pretty precise with our planning sometimes and i wasn't precise and her job she had a really simple job she's been doing it for like 20 years or something so she knows what she's doing she's very efficient at her job and uh, she can do you know what needs to get done while also you know watching my son 
when I need to go do certain things. Because sometimes my, my duties are in the daytime. I have to go to meetings. I have to work on the arena or give a tour, give a presentation. Those are things I usually do before 5 p.m. Uh, and then sometimes there's things in the afternoon where I don't, you know, she's already home. She's watching uh, my son. So it's a little bit easier. But that flexibility has been great. And it's given me some time to create discipline with basically having my own business. You know, that's something that I've been really adamant about believing in. And that's why I want to continue this, this podcast and other content in the future is because I do think that I need to diversify my income. And I'm you know, going to be very open about that. A big part of why I do this podcast is to generate revenue for myself, for my family. Uh, and But as a such, I feel like to have a certain level of professionalism, um, consistency, quality. These are, these are things that I want. But at the same time, sometimes that makes me hesitate. Uh, I focus on other things, you know, sometimes I don't prioritize uh, my content. And in a way it's justifiable, but I would like to get to a point to where I can have content be just as high as a priority as my other duties, but not falter on any of those either, you know, do those consistency, have that consistency. A big part of that that I'm relearning after this pandemic is having a process. Part of the reason it's been hard for me to have a process is because this job has never been created before. I'm constantly creating processes over time, and I'm not always documenting these things because they're just things I learn over time. And I'm too busy doing things to think about how I'm going to train other people. And so that's why, you know, two years of working there at the arena, I had a wealth of knowledge that I, I had developed. And when I started back after this pandemic, I just kind of did a brain dump on all the things that I knew how to do and kind of revisited and wrote that manual then. But during that time, I'm still learning newer and newer things and figuring out how to keep track of that, uh, how to keep track of potential clients and sponsors and rentals, uh, students that might be recruited. These are things that I partake in. I'm somewhat responsible for. Again, not alone in that, but it is something that I have to consider. Uh, and these are... You know, some of these things are common. There are other colleges that are doing them, but every college has its own culture and work style. So it's not like it's a one-to-one -one translation. Uh, it's something that I've had to develop on my own and figure out how to pass that down and delegate some of that. Creating jobs for uh, different duties at the arena. Defining them as clearly as I can and breaking them down. Perhaps someone can do multiple jobs. That's more than likely, but defining each individual task that could be done by an individual person is in my opinion important to document and think about not realistic to have all those expectations all those positions filled uh, but it helps me identify the things that need to get done the duties that need to get done and who is doing what so needless to say you know there's a lot on my mind you know i've been doing i don't think i've posted too many pictures but i've been doing some woodworking uh furniture restoration currently but I've been acquiring some tools to build some other things. I am not promising anything, but I am playing around with the idea of making a separate video for just building things and woodworking. I love watching those videos. I don't know about you guys, but like wood turning, I don't, I'm not gonna do wood turning myself, but I love watching those videos, you know, furniture restoration, painting. Uh, those are things that are really cool to me. The thing I'm most proud of is I made my wife uh, for her, for our anniversary, I restored a old dresser that was just sitting in a garage for two years. It just came with the house. The owners didn't want it. It was, you know, dirty looking. I fixed it up, uh, sanded it down, and painted it to look like a TARDIS from Doctor Who. Yeah, and I'm really, really proud of that. It's not perfect. I'm a perfectionist. Uh, but I'm really proud of the, like, my first try on something like that. 
I, I'm, I'm happy with it, and she was happy with it too, which is more important. I still am like kind of fine-tuning some things and like sanding with high grip paper and all that, but uh, it's basically done. Um, if you haven't seen a picture, let me know. I'll post one on social media. I did one a while ago on Twitter, but perhaps I'll do one on Facebook or something like that. And then the last topic that is on my mind always now is fatherhood. I am learning and growing a lot as a father. And that is a it's a hard topic to discuss. Mostly because different cultures have different wants and desires for their kids. And I've grown up in a multicultural family. My dad was a Jamaican immigrant, so a lot of my family on his side was all Jamaican, had that strong accent, uh, had a kind of different mentality about how social interactions with family was compared to my mom's side, which was uh, Blanick City, very lower income, um, multiple you know kids, a lot like seven other siblings, uh, completely different cultures. You know, most of our family still lived in those areas, so I was very accustomed to being in areas that, um, you know weren't the best areas to live in so to speak i grew up around that that was that was normal but as i grow as a father you know i'm recognizing things in my son i'm trying to help him acquire skills that are going to help him in the future while not being a like a slave driver right uh, my son is very intelligent in my opinion he's very active and i'm trying to make sure i instill you know, a love of some of those things, you know, woodworking as well, or just taking care of your lawn. Um, one of the things we're trying to learn is being organized and cleaning around the house, like as much as possible. Like he has a lot of toys. Um, and we're not the most organized family, at least when it comes to like the home. For some reason, we're more organized at work than we are at home. At least for me, I'm pretty sure for her as well. Um, but yeah, I'm also learning to be that example. I'm trying to be what I'm telling him to do. Right? I should be already that example, and I shouldn't be a, not necessarily a hypocrite. I understand a lot better now as an adult that my parents might be telling me to do something that they're not doing. It could just be because they've already developed a bad habit, but they recognize it and they don't, they don't fix it yet. But they don't want you to develop that habit too. Yes, it is hypocritical, but it is hypocritical in the way of usually like love. Uh, so I understand that because there's certain habits that I'm trying to get my son to develop that I'm still struggling with. And a lot of that is just being active now. This pandemic, I've gotten so lazy. Uh, I'm active now, I would say more than perhaps an average person, but that's not a lot at all. I used to be much more active, you know, going to the gym every day, uh, doing cardio every day. So I'm, that's something I'm trying to build back up to. And I've had to find other ways of exercising. My conditions and my, my circumstances aren't the same. I don't have access to the same gym. Uh, currently, I don't really want to go to the gym. I want to try to save my money up for more important stuff. I have a huge space at home. We just got a treadmill. So I'm, I'm working out more at home and trying to plan around that. Uh, but do things that I enjoy that I want to do at the age that I'm at now. A lot of that is, is martial arts and cardio. I don't necessarily want to be a bodybuilder by any means, but eventually I would like to develop the musculature that I, I want. <laughs> so that's something I'm working on. Those are things that I'm looking at because I want my son to be in shape as well to circle it back to that. So these are things that I'm thinking about. I'm working on identifying things that are causing me stress, making sure I'm taking care of it, not just setting it aside. It's really easy to just pick up a phone or play a video game to distract myself, but that's not going to help me resolve the issue and actually fix my stress. It's just going to make things more pushed out, procrastinate longer. That's not what I should be doing. That's not what I'm trying to do so every day i'm working on that looking at my calendar 
when I look at my calendar, making sure that I'm not just feeling stressed and then you know, kind of closing it, making sure I'm thinking about the future, what needs to get done, visualizing it, and then trying to write it down as quickly as possible as soon as I identify it. Because sometimes my job is ambiguous and I have to figure things out. Or again, you forget things, you gotta, you gotta have it written down somewhere and have it organized as well so that you can keep track of it. So that said, that's where I'm at right now. That's why part of the reason why my content has not been super consistent. I do have another episode already on the way. It's already been recorded with Mega Maxstar talking about uh, Project L. I'm really excited about that one. That was a fun conversation to have. But until then, feel free to reach out to me, start some conversations, suggest some topics you'd like me to talk about. Uh, I've had some interesting conversations in the not too distant past that I've just been ruminating on. I have some books that I'm listening to that I really want to talk about and figure out how I can discuss that. So stay tuned for those. Thank you guys so much. And as always, I'll see you all in the next one.